You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right. Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Chapman. And what a day. <laughs> NFC and AFC playoffs, for that matter. Both six seeds um, advance and beat the kind of incumbent old talented quarterback you know Drew Brees and Tom Brady both lose at home and man the the playoffs have already been weird as hell you know you got Carson Wentz goes out in the first quarter but the most important for us in the 49ers the stage is set and Minnesota Vikings are coming to San Francisco. Now, a couple things, and we're going to lots of questions. You know, if you have any questions, please let us know and put that in the chat wherever it is you're listening, whether that's, uh, you know, YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, wherever, it doesn't matter. Please tag me. Put at John at the front just so I could see it. What's up, Russ? I see you on there. And let's talk just some Minnesota Vikings. And, you know, a couple things. Before the playoffs started, I was asked kind of to create a power ranking system for every team that we would rather play. You know, what team fits the 49ers the best? And I had the Minnesota Vikings second to last. I had Green Bay as the best matchup for the 49ers despite their record. I just think we match up very well with them. And then Minnesota. Um, I had them as the number five spot, or I guess, so, yeah, I mean, if you don't count us. Um, but anyway, second to last, and here we go. They pull off a great victory. You know, they go out there and they beat <laughs> the Saints in overtime 26-20, to and the Vikings did everything that they could to lose that game. 
If you watched it, I mean, uh, Kirk Cousins definitely didn't have a good game. He came up with that huge throw at the end, but he played really poorly almost all game. Dalvin Cook was a beast. He had 84 yards at halftime and then didn't do anything in the second half. Um, Adam, Adam Thielen had a huge fumble, but still finished the day with seven catches, 129 yards, and Kyle Rudolph made the huge touchdown catch to force overtime. But, you know, this is a 10-6 and six Vikings team, and we'll get into your individual questions. We're going to do a lot of podcasts this week talking about this game, and we're going to go more in-depth than ever before. But I just wanted to have a chance to jump on and have a conversation with you guys and to talk through exactly what we're going to see this week. Uh, you know, the, the Vikings, are, they're, they're a good team. You know, they go 10-6. and six. Uh, they're four and four road schedule. That's the road re- record, and they go into the Superdome, uh, which I think we should now appropriately name the Kirk Cousins Arena <laughs> for the rest of life. And man, those Saints fans, good lord, uh, just so much just booze and all that stuff the entire game. Um, yeah, it was a mess. All right, let's get through some questions here. Uh, Wally Lama. Uh, John, did the path to the Super Bowl get any easier? Hell yes, it did. Because, again, here's what I said. The teams I didn't want to play, number one was the Saints, and number two was the Seahawks. Seahawks, they basically you know, get a free buy because Carson Wentz goes out on a dirty hit from the back. I don't think it was really a dirty It was a bad hit. I don't think it was intentional. But, um, yeah, they got a free win there. But the Saints were the biggest threat in the NFC. Uh, I think the second biggest threat is the Seattle Seahawks. They are still there. So, but yeah, definitely got easier and it does look like, you know, we're going to be playing the Packers or the Seahawks in the NFC championship. If we take care of business next week and that's going to be fun. You know, I'm going to be pulling for the Packers. I really am. I do not want to play Russell Wilson again. I think that we could beat them and I think we have beat them. I think we should have beat them both times, but I don't like playing divisional opponents in the playoffs. You played each other twice already. It just, it, it it's another extra thing. That can mess up. I don't like playing divisional opponents. I just really, really don't. Just things get weird whenever you play um, against the defense. Uh, Muggsy, awesome broadcast today, John. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, he joined us over on Hot Mike. And, man, we had a blast. <laughs> we didn't have the biggest crowd over there today as the game lost all implications for the 49ers. But we just had a ball. Uh, <laughs> the chat was hilarious. And if you haven't joined us over on the Hot Mic app yet for broadcast, I don't know what you're doing. Um, one, we're giving away money. Uh, <laughs> we give away gift cards during the broadcast. Anyway, it's a free app. Just download the Hot Mic app wherever it is you listen. Use promo code RUSHESF, R-U-S-H-E-S-F, and that's going to get it to you for free. Just type in John Chapman or the 49ers. I'll pull. I'll be the first one to pull up. Hit subscribe and join us for the broadcast. It's an absolute blast. Um, we do a whole bunch of in-game kind of back and forth during commercial breaks, and it just adds a whole other element to the broadcast. We will be broadcasting the 49ers game this Saturday, so uh, please do that. Uh, one, it helps us out a lot, and again, we're going to be giving away um, – Amazon gift cards like crazy this week for the 49ers game. So um, anyway, um, yeah, Seahawks fans, they're still there. They're not going anyway. It's kind of a bummer. I was hoping they would lose, but when Carson Wentz went down, that game was over. Josh McCown, he was just, yeah, he struggled mightily. He kind of turned it on the second half. They just couldn't score touchdowns. Um, it's what it is. Devin, uh, glad to have you, man. No matter what the results are next week, at least we will be playing so super excited. Yeah, we're in the divisional round. 
There are eight teams in the NFL left, and we are one of them. Not only are we one of them, we are the one seed. So super excited about that. I'm hoping that we get to be playing a month from now. Uh, you know, we've got the divisional champion. We got divisional round, NFC championship, then a week off, then the Super Bowl. That's what we want to see. And today was a good day for 49ers fans. That's all there is to it. Plus, you know, it gets mentioned that you know it comes out. Looks like Quan Alexander is going to be ready to go this week. So we were hoping, you know, Kyle Shanahan, whenever he first mentioned it, he said Quan is going to be the guy uh, for the championship round. He's going to have to win. We're going to have to win one week, and then we can expect to have Quan back. Well, guess what? It seems like we're getting him back a week early, which is awesome. The idea of having D Ford and Quan Alexander back. That is huge. It's going to change the makeup of this defense. You'll slide Dre Greenlaw over to the sandbacker, and you know the entire defensive line will get better because now you can move Eric Armstead inside during pass rush situations with D Ford on the outside. Everybody is getting better, and it's going to help the secondary, and we need it. Because Dalvin Cook is, he's looking special. He really, really is. They kind of solved what they were trying to do in the second half, but they won that game because of Dalvin Cook. Uh, make no mistake. So, very, very excited about that. And just anytime you get these players back that are that type of leadership, um, it changes the way you play on defense. The confidence, all those things are just so much better. So, super excited about this. From the casual viewer, uh, this question is a bit early. But what do you see the 49ers need to be worried about when it comes against the Vikings? So, um, definitely watch the game. I've watched a lot of Minnesota Vikings football throughout the year. Um, have not broke down their coaching film yet because uh, we haven't played them. <laughs> we haven't played against the Vikings yet this year. But they're a special team. And, you know, one of the things that kind of rings true with the Vikings team is they are balanced offensively and defensively. Um Top 10 offensively and defense whenever it comes to points scored. Now, they do give up a lot of yards, but they're one of those teams um, that, you know, they get touchdowns when it counts and they stop touchdowns when it counts. They give up a lot of yards. They really, really do. But when it comes to points, they're always on the positive side. So they're a very well-balanced team and very similar to us on both sides. You know, they brought in Gary Kubiak to help them with their offense, and they do a lot, if you watch the game today, they do a lot of similar things. The outside zone running with Dalvin Cook, um, their defensive line is the strength of their team, uh, big physical corners on the outside, very similar. And, you know, just like us and having a lot of head coaching candidates, Kevin Stefanski, their offensive coordinator, he's at the top of that list as well for um, head coaching jobs moving forward. So there are a lot of similarities. You know, we haven't even talked about Kirk Cousins yet, which he's allergic to primetime and he played bad. He didn't have a good game today. Again, 19 of 31 for 242. Um, you know, he had a 78 quarterback rating, which is okay. But he did have an interception. He did fumble the ball a few times. Um, yeah, but he was able to get those back. It, not too worried, <laughs> to be honest with you, about Kirk Cousins. Really not. I think the Vikings are a very good football team. Any team that makes it to the divisional round is a good football team. But, uh, you know, let's jump over now. You know, mybookie.ag, the number one sports book betting site in the world. They are the best. Um, they have the 49ers game already. Um, it's already up, and it looks like the 49ers are going to be seven point home favorites initially. Now, that's going to move with an over under set at 46.5. 
And so FanDuel was the first one to come out. Uh, my bookie is getting those up as we speak. But that is huge. And, you know, I do want to just say thank you to the sponsors. They've been with us nonstop for a few years now. The number one sports betting site out there. And, man, we got paid off huge. You know, we lost our huge bet this week whenever the Saints lost, but I'll take it because I'd much rather play the Minnesota Vikings than the Seattle Seahawks. That, that's just all that there is to it. So um, head over there, mybookie.ag, sign up. It's very easy to sign up. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and with that promo code, they're going to double your initial deposit. And that's going to help you out a lot. And so head over there. That's a lot of free money. And the thing about them is you guys know what's going to go on. And if you believe in your team, you bet with your team, and you're one of those guys that always predicts. If you're the one that's like, I told you Tom Brady was going to lose this week, why not just put a couple dollars down on that? That way you get paid on what you're doing. And MyBookie is going to help you guys with that. So, again, MyBookie.ag, promo code 49ers. They'll double your initial deposit. Just want to say thanks to those guys. Um, so, Let's get to just a couple more questions uh, from Geronimo. Uh, the bowl just got closer, and the Hawks should have lost today. Wentz always finds a way to fail. Man, yeah, I, I'm pretty big on the Wentz uh, injury history you know, narrative. I, I, I agree with that. I don't think today falls in that. Um, you know, you take a hit from Jadavian Clowney flying full speed, and he hits you in the back of the head. I don't think that's injury, um, you know, it, that's going to happen to anybody. You know, I think soft tissue, knees, ankles, things like that. I think those you could talk about how, you know, they're kind of injury prone or whatever the terminology you want to use there. It, Carson Wentz played all 16 games this season and he took a bad hit to the back of the head and that kind of knocked him out. I do wish the Eagles would have won, but it's what it is. And, you know, we're going to have to play somebody good in the NFC Championship, the Packers or the Seahawks. I sure as hell don't want to see the Seahawks again. I just I don't, I don't like that. Um, let's see here. From Greg, are you worried about going against the Vikings? Um, no, I am not at all. I do believe that we match up very, very well with them. They do what we do, just a lesser version version of that on offense. Um, they do have much better wide receivers than we have with Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. However, um, if you saw the broadcast today, Stefan Diggs was throwing a hissy fit on the sideline because he didn't have a catch in the first half. They were up, and their wide receiver was complaining. I think Stefan Diggs is amazing, but I do not want that guy on my team as a coach. Uh, morale, would it just takes a hit. And so they're looking to fight at each other at any chance they can. And, you know, congrats to them. Glad that they beat the Saints. I am not too worried about them. And again, Vegas isn't either. either. You come out a full seven-point <laughs> underdog, which is huge. And the 49ers, rightfully so. You know, I don't think this is one of those games that if it stays at seven points and we get the full go-ahead that D Ford is going to be active, we get the full go-ahead that Quan Alexander is going to be active, I'll take the spread. I think the 49ers have clear it. I really, really do. Uh, this game is going to be great for the 49ers. Um, yeah, who's going to cover number 85? They're going to try to cover him with Anthony Barr. And that is stupid. If you watched, you know, the game, here's the deal. Michael Thomas is great and, you know, record-breaking career. He goes 7 for 70. They were covering Michael Thomas with Anthony Barr, the linebacker. 
<laughs> I don't know what they were trying to do. So whenever we do our motion or double motion across with our George Kittle, he's got to be matched up against linebackers and safeties, and I love that. Uh, I think everybody should love that because Kittle's so special, and I'm very, very excited. We match up so well with this defense. Their D-line is very, very good, but they are so susceptible to tight ends, as we saw today. Um you know, we look at the just the receiving numbers. Kyle Rudolph goes four for 31 and a touchdown at a key point in the game. Um, yeah, nobody throws to the tight end better than the 49ers. Nobody throws to the running back position better than the 49ers. And I think we're going to be able to take advantage of that. Really, really do. Uh, super excited about that. Um, so, John, um, curse, <laughs> yeah, Kirk lost to the Bears twice. Yeah, I think you're right there. And, you know, if we look at just real quick who the major losses this year were, were uh, let's start at the beginning they lost to the Packers they lost to the Bears twice lost to the Chiefs and to the Seahawks and then to the Packers again so they have a really difficult time beating good teams this was their best win of the year by far besides this their best win of the the year was probably the Cowboys or the Eagles so you know they haven't beaten a top tier team all year they just haven't done it and so, again, let me just go through the wins. Starting with week one, they beat the Falcons, Raiders, Giants, Eagles, uh, Lions, Redskins, Cowboys, Broncos, Lions, Chargers. So they have one victory against a playoff team. That's it. The whole year. Now, got to give it to them. They go into the Super Bowl and they get a win. And this has been the problem of Kirk Cousins. He can't win in primetime, and he goes out and he delivers. Now you're going to ask him to do it twice on the road? This is a team that's 500 on the road. Now he's going to do it twice. This is why you don't want to be a wild card team. You know, the Seattle Seahawks get out of the wild card round. Congratulations to them. Yeah, I hate them, but whatever. They got to win, uh, whichever way you want to talk about that. But now their prize is to go on the road again. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy being a wild card team. It just really, really isn't. It just doesn't happen just because you have to be so good consistently on the road and against rested teams. So, um, staying with Drew here, do you think the 49ers will blow out the Vikings and smother them with our offense and defense? I don't think we'll smother them. Uh, they have a very good team, but it's the pressure situations. That's where things go bad for Kirk Cousins and this team. One, they fumble the ball like crazy. And it's just they put the ball on the turf. They go 10 for 18 on third downs. I think that was key. Um, but the 49ers defense is going to be special if we get those guys back. Um, really, really excited. Mr. Superfly, I live in Seattle. They lit off fireworks after beating Josh McCown. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> that sounds about right. And, and, you know, just to put things into perspective, if you were with us on the Hot Mic app, there's also a, a Seattle Seahawks 12 broadcast, I think is what they call it, a Hot Mic. We had more viewers, the 49ers Rush podcast, watching the, uh, watching the Seahawks play than the Seattle Seahawks had watching the play. It just puts things in perspective. Um, they, we're totally different franchises, and yeah, it, I don't know. It's it's very similar to like a little brother relationship, and I might get some flack for that, but that's just what it feels like. You know, they're kind of the new guys to the party, and Russell Wilson's amazing. I get it. 
Um, but yeah, not too worried. A lot of people throwing Tart's name into the chat. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Jaquaski Tart's going to be back as well. Now, um, it, the crazy thing is the backups for Jaquaski Tart, Marcel Harris, played very well the last two games. And Dre Greenlaw, obviously. I don't think we win that game without Dre Greenlaw against Seattle in Week 17. But Dre Greenlaw is still going to be a starter. He's just going to get a lot of less snaps. Marcel Harris probably won't get one snap on defense. He'll just be a special teamer if Tart returns. Um, so, uh, Nick, Vikings look dominant on both lines. How do we compare? We are built very similar. Uh, very strong offensive lines, both teams, and very good, powerful defensive lines. They have a bunch of Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner types just like we do. Um, so they, they don't give up a lot of movement on that defense of line um, now they have kind of bigger more physical linebackers we have smaller more coverage linebackers speed linebackers but it mixes very well with what we do because uh, the safeties are so involved in the run game for both teams very similar uh, there's not there are a lot of tie-ins with both of these teams and the way in which they play um with you there. So uh, from Travel Babble, did D Ford uh, test positive for a hammer, hammy injury today? Yeah, he was still out there working. So um, still waiting to hear on D Ford. We don't have anything. They're still bringing him along slowly. But uh, I'm expecting by Wednesday or Thursday for him to be fully cleared, and that's what we want to see. So uh, super excited. Man, I, I love this, man. Quan's back. Yeah, there's so much stuff to be pumped about, guys. <laughs> We're going into the divisional round hosting a playoff game. Uh, that is awesome. Uh, I believe we beat the Vikings. No problem, says Russ York. Um, how you pick for Green Bay or Hawks out of curiosity? I think I'm going to pick Green Bay to win it out of that game. And that's what I want to happen. And so not only is it what I want, I think it's what's going to happen. Um, Green Bay, I think that they're a good team. I think they match up very well with Seattle because they have great edge pressure, which is how you beat Russell Wilson. Um, and they throw it well to the running back out of the backfield, which is going to be key. I want to play the Packers. That's what I want. Um, I, I cannot say that enough. I want the Packers. Um, we should face the Seahawks in the NFC title game. Yeah, it's a strong possibility. Uh, this is from the Geek Freak. Whether It depends on who you want. Me, I just don't want to go against Russell Wilson anymore, and I don't want to go against a divisional opponent. If you watch the game today, Jadavian Clowney was back to his old ways where he just takes over the damn game. And now I, I do get that Joe Staley and Mike McGlinchey shut him down in Week 17, but I, I just don't like that matchup. Really, really don't. Remember, if you go back to the 49ers, uh, would we beat the Packers by like 34-6 to 6 or something like that? Yeah, I, I'm fine with that. Do you think um, we'll see Mosley and Sherman on the field and not Witherspoon? I really hope so. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind if they both get play. I still believe the better long-term corner is Akella Witherspoon. However, he has to be in on a perfect situation. He has to have confidence, he has to be healthy, and he has to have a pass rush. Uh, he hasn't had two of those things. Confidence is out. I want him out. Keep him. Next year, let him fight. Mosley needs to be the starter opposite Richard Sherman, and we need to stay with him. Now, you have a short leash on him. If Mosley, for some reason, starts getting beat, that's fine. Uh, then you put in Weatherspoon, bring him in off the bench. I have no problem with that. But as far as the starters out there, man, you're going against some stud wide receivers and Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. Yeah, Emmanuel Mosley is exactly what we need. 
Uh, Freddie Jr., Drew Brees, eight and eight in the playoffs. Mediocre, yeah. Um, you know that he gets there a lot. He's got a Super Bowl win, but that's kind of like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was below five hundred his entire career in the playoffs until uh, that last uh, his last season. It, it, it's it's interesting to say the least. And, you know, this is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo's first playoff start. He got a Super Bowl win with the Patriots, but he was the backup quarterback. So uh, curious to see, excited to see uh, Jimmy G move into the positive in the playoff wins. I am with you there. Um, from Luis, do you think Kyle's been saving Brita for the playoffs? You know, they rested him two weeks ago after he was in the doghouse at the fumble. This is Matt Brita. Then he got back in. Uh, just in week 17, got a couple of carries. I really hope so. You know, I I want the running back split to be 60. Uh, hold on, let me bet. 50% Mostert, 30% um, uh, Brita, and maybe 20% Tevin Coleman. I think Tevin Coleman still needs to get carries, but uh, yeah, it needs to be the Mostert Brita show. I, I agree. And, yeah, it, uh, casual viewer, yeah, Quan is set to suit up this week. He is ahead of schedule. He is looking great. And if you saw, J.J. Watt looked great as well. Got a huge sack, a couple other key plays. Zach Campbell, um, I kind of don't want to ask, but I'm assuming I'm rooting for the Packers next week. Yeah, I hate rooting for the Packers, Zach. Not the biggest Packers guy, but that's what I'm going for. Uh, I, that's who I want to play. I want Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship. Yeah, I get it. He's special, but I don't like divisional opponents playing three times. We know each other too well. Just don't like it. All right. From Demonic Angel, a couple more questions, guys. You don't think Kyle knows his father's playbook? I know he's the advisor, but he's implementing Mike Shanahan's system. We got this. When we played him last year, we didn't have the pass rush. You're exactly correct. And we still almost won that game. It was a good game. But, um, yeah, I, I love the narrative of the 49ers and Vikings in the divisional round. I love the narrative of Kirk Cousins you know, going against Kyle Shanahan, who drafted him, who coached him, all that stuff. I love it all. And I'm here for all of it. So excited. Getting so many players back. <laughs> Hopefully we get them all. And if that is the case, we're rested. Haven't had a bye week since week four. It's been three months. We're finally rested. They got to come all the way across the you know the country. They were in New Orleans. Now they got to come to California on six days rest. Man, you know we're going off 13 days rest. They got six. I'm totally cool with that. Uh, super, super excited for what's to come. Michael, do you think we can stop the run against the Vikings? And do you see us getting any sacks? You know, I am the worst sack predictor in the world. Uh, I keep thinking, you know, if D Ford comes back, I think it's going to happen. I really do. Teams struggle against the run versus us. Uh, we're very, very good at stopping the run. Maybe not in the first quarter, maybe not in the first half, but we always buckle down. Dalvin Cook's going to be the key to this game. I can already tell you that. If we can stop the running game, and especially I think fumbles are going to happen. Dalvin Cook puts the ball on the ground a lot. He is terrible at ball control. You mean to tell me, Fred Warner, you're going to run uh, Dalvin Cook 20 times at Fred Warner? Guess what? Uh, he punches the ball out as well as anybody in the NFL. That ball's hitting the ground. Uh, I wish I could create a prop bet on that alone, that Dalvin Cook will fumble the ball at least once. It is happening. Um, from Mr. Miller, what's up with Brita? Yeah, he had those two fumbles, and Kyle put him in the doghouse, but he got some work last week, and he looked good. Uh, everybody has looked good at the running back position except for Tevin Coleman. Um, 
Yeah, that, that's kind of that's the big thing there is Tevin Coleman. Gosh, you can't keep starting that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, the geek freak. We seriously need to draft a cornerback in the first round. I don't think they're going to. I think they still believe in these young guys. And if you look, you know, Akello's a third-round pick who's looked great and then got bad throughout the season. And then you have Emmanuel Mosley. You know, he's undrafted. And he is playing very, very well. So uh, not quite sure corner's going to be the spot. I wouldn't be upset if we did go after a first-round corner. I think that's a premium position. But um, yeah, I don't think corner would be the number one target right now unless somebody great fell to us. Uh, I'll start all my draft coverage as soon as the season and postseason is over. Um, but yeah, we'll just have to see what's going on. Um, let's see here. Could Quan start at Sam to ease back in? He could, but he is he's one of the fastest linebackers in the NFL. You always want to put your speed on the weak side. Uh, you want to put your strength on the strength side. That's what the Sam stands for. So uh, no, Qua, uh, Dre Greenlaw is ideal at that Sam position. I mean, like literally made for that spot. Now, he filled in admirably well, but he played above kind of his pay grade. So you put him back at his strength, and then you put Quan at his strength. If you cross those over, and let's say you want to like bring Quan in slowly, you don't want to put him at Sam. That goes against his strength. He's a speed guy. He's a pursuit guy. He's a coverage guy. Sam Backer's a little bit more uh, kind of tough at the point of attack, which is where Greenlaw, again, ask Jacob Hollister <laughs> how that works out. So I don't think that's what you want to do. Now, you can, if you want to ease him back in, you could rotate series at the wheel linebacker position when we go to a 4-2 nickel package. Uh, you could put Greenlaw out there and take um, you know, Quan off. You could do that if you wanted to, David, uh, to answer your question. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. You want to limit his snap count because he hasn't played very much, that's fine. You know, you come out in your base package 4-3. Vikings do a lot of two tight end sets. So we're going to be in a lot of 4-3 versus the Vikings because they have Irv Smith, the rookie tight end out of Alabama, and they got Kyle Rudolph. They love big formations just like us. Again, uh, Stefanski, he does the same thing that we do, and he was taught that from Kubiak, who learned it from Michael, uh, from Mike Shanahan. So, like, you could see the, the, the coaching tree, the players, all the stuff. It's the same. <laughs> they are doing what we, what Daddy Shanahan has always done. Now, we have Kyle. Kyle's doing his own stuff. Now, obviously, it comes from his father, but Kyle is the man. <laughs> Just understand. Uh, hey, what Stefanski does is good, but we are the source. That's just what it is. And so it's going to be a lot of two tight end sets. We're going to be in a 4-3 base package probably more often than we usually are, which means Dre Greenlaw is going to play plenty. Quan's going to play plenty. And Fred Warner, who leads the team in snaps, he's going to play every damn snap there is. That's just what it is. Um, from Thomas, uh, the Vikings gave Jimmy G his first L of last year. How's that for a story going into the divisional round? Yeah, he never lost before that. He was perfect. And that was his very first loss. That was a very frustrating game. Goodness, I don't remember the score on it, but I just remember being pissed off. <laughs> You're exactly right, Thomas. Uh, go get that. Um, let's see. Brian, what do you think we go for with our first uh, number one pick? I think that the the positions of need 
are safety position. Um, I, I would like to address that a little bit more. I think offensive line anywhere. You know, Kyle Shanahan doesn't seem to value in the draft interior offensive linemen, but I think that could be huge. Or tackle if you want to replace Joe eventually. If Joe wants to come back for two more years, you let him. You do have Brunskill there now, but still increase that and then of course as always wide receiver which we spent a lot on that position but that's kind of where I'd want to go and you know if you're going to let Eric Armstead walk why not spend it on another defensive lineman um, I wouldn't be upset with that either. So a lot of stuff to look forward to. We've got three more podcasts coming out this week. We're going to do an entire podcast um, just on the Vikings defense and offense. And so if you are part of my Patreon club, I just want to say thank you. It's going to be a little bit different this week because we don't have a 49ers game. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to break down Vikings footage. So we are going to step into the dark side. And, you know, I usually watch film and do a scouting report episode. What we're going to do when we come back You're going to learn everything you want to know about the Vikings offense for an entire episode. I'm going to have film up on here. And again, if you haven't joined the Patreon group yet, first off, help us out, guys. You want to support the 40 Dollars Rush podcast. We're trying our best to create the most original content out there for any NFL team. I think we are second to none, but I am not happy. I'm trying my hardest to upgrade every single possible thing about this podcast and address all ideas that come across the table. And the way that you can help us most, one, hit the like button wherever you listen, hit subscribe, retweet, all that fun stuff. But head over to patreon.com. Type in 49ers Rush Podcast and join that Frank Gore tier. It's $8 a month. You get all access to the NFL coaching film um, and with my notes and all that stuff, audio notes, I pause, I walk you through the film. It's almost like you're you know, sitting down with the coaches, what we did whenever I coached with the players on the game film, creating scouting reports, all that, scheme, tendencies, we cover it all. So uh, the next two episodes, we're going to be diving deep into the enemy, <laughs> which is a weird phrase. Probably should have said it that way. Uh, but anyway, uh, next episode, we'll be breaking down the offense of the Vikings. Then we'll be breaking down defensive film. And then we'll have our normal um, predictions, keys to the game, and all that this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you guys as always. And, man, we know our opponent. Six days away, Saturday at one thirty-five. 49ers vs. Vikings, going to be a lot of fun. As always, guys, stay strong. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.